Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 164 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. I am basking in the glow of a Wi-Fi light right now. Oh. so My Wi-Fi lights are working now. Can I just say, Google, turn off the lights, and it'll just shut off the lights? Um, No, because I have headphones on, Mm. and also, I don't know if it's tuned to my voice. Oh, okay. So it could it could work in theory. There's also only one light on. So uh, so that's what I've been doing is getting new lights and making them work. And now I am I am here. Are they the working lockdown. better than they were last night? Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Sometimes they just will like not respond. And it's not even like it won't say like they're not responding. It'll say a really specific thing that mm. is confusing to me. So, okay. It'll be like it can't connect to the specific like server that the the lights are made from, but that I, I, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah, you think it would just be collect or connected to your just like local network. It is. I so a lot of them do connect to servers and I think these do too, but it's just one of those weird things where normally it should just say they're unavailable. Right. Like it'll say the lights are unavailable right now, but instead it says, oh my God, the sink lights. And it says a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Google. It didn't like that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, one time um, I was playing something and then I just, just like Jake Peralta, I just went cool, 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 cool. Yeah. And then Google was like, hey, what's up? And then I just said, no, Google. I said, cool, cool, cool. I wasn't talking to you. And then it apologized. And I was like, I don't like that it's sentient like that. So what I think is fucked up is I it must be a setting because a lot of people I know will say thank you after it does something for them and mm-hmm. it will respond with you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mine does not. It's very it just doesn't care about me in that way. So it might be a setting that I just no, because I always say like. thanks and it's never said you're welcome either. Oh, yeah. So I know several people where it'll be like, oh, you're welcome. And I'll be like, no, that's just weird. I don't like that. I see. I didn't like it apologizing for messing up like that. That made me uncomfortable. Oh, no, I have yelled. What <laughs> the fuck? Google. And it's like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, ah, I live in a hellscape. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I am not a huge fan, but it it makes it easy because normally the way my lights are set up, I can't turn off the, like two, two or three are on the same light switch. Mm-hmm. So this way I can actually have only like one or neither of those on. Right. And I, I like that. That That's the main reason I have it, not because I like don't want to turn on the switch because it's the first thing when I enter this room. So it's really easy to do. But now I can control the lights, and I do like that because some of them are too bright. So dim- having them dimmable is very exciting. Yes, which I mean, you could have just uh, you could have just put in new lights and everything, but that's a lot more work. So. Oh yeah, I would have had to get new switches and like do all kinds of shit. And if you use these types of light bulbs on a dimmable switch, it's like you're having a permanent rave all the time, and they really fuck up because they like oh, don't, yeah. they they don't know like what brightness to turn on to. Yeah, that's so always like, great. They freak out. 
sometimes you can get it like just right and it'll be fine but like if it's yeah. a little off it they just freak out so, mm-hmm. so i like that mm-hmm. maybe if i ever want to have a, a rave situation i'll do that you know, invite uh, me yeah i will we can we can rave together um so yeah, with that, I guess we'll get into the news here. Uh, I did. I put most of the stuff on here. Yes. Yes. Um, so for those that don't know, the League of Legends show Arcane is on Netflix now. Last weekend, they uh, Saturday evening, I believe they put the remaining three episodes up. So now all nine are up, and they had a live stream where they like had. Uh, stars of the show and people react to the finale and during that they finally showed project l which is the league of legends fighting game that has been in development for a very long time i can't think of the name of the studio right now but it was the one that uh seth killian made with the cannon brothers uh and they were making rising thunder which was a fighting game about uh big robots fighting each other uh and it had kind of simplified inputs so there were no like real motion inputs they were sort of like what um power rangers battle for the grid has now where it's like you just push forward in a button or down in a button and those are specials uh and so they got acquired by riot and they stopped developing rising thunder and not much had really been shown from them at all i think it was a year or two ago they showed some screenshots and they looked like screenshots of a fighting game that had League of Legends champions in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time they showed actual gameplay and it looks really good, I think. Uh, it definitely didn't say it, but it looked like it was slowed down to about 50% speed. Uh, because it's like very noticeable, like all the animations look really slow and definitely some of the explosions and stuff just look like incorrect, like they should be happening much faster. Uh, but it, it looks pretty cool. They mostly went into in depth on the character Echo, who is one of the champions that is featured in Arcane, the show. Uh, he is a gentleman who has like cool time rewinding powers and stuff. And he also like uses fun time grenades and such. Uh, so they go into the most depth with him. Uh, but there was also Jinx, who is arguably one of the two main characters of Arcane. Uh, Ari, I believe, who is the Fox lady from the KDA Pop Stars video. And she is also in Ruined King. And a big, big man with an axe whose name I cannot recall. Uh, so they like showed a little bit of four characters, but mostly Echo. And it looks pretty sweet. Uh, I was hoping that this game would come out next year. But the only thing they did was say, hey, we've been kind of bad at communication. We will have at least two announcements next year. And I was like, wow, announcing the announcements. So I don't think it's going to come out next year. And I think uh, it's going to come out in 2023 or later. So, uh, but for, for just everyone, people, I've seen a lot of people being like, oh my God, they won't be able to support a fighting game and blah, 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 blah. The, the Canon twins made Evo and were the inventors of rollback net code. So like, I think it's under control. I think they got it. Like they will be, this will have most likely pretty good rollback net code. Uh, and it will probably be a very cool game. It is a tag game, uh, not three characters, but two characters. Uh, and people think that's a mistake, but you know what? 
League of Legends is still probably I don't I guess I don't know the numbers of Fortnite, the most popular video game on the planet. Uh, I think one of the most recent League of Legends things had like 73 million viewers or some shit, which is insane. Uh, So, you know, it's pretty big. And I don't know that it's them like trying to get people who play League into a League of Legends game in that universe, but they can just have more things so they can grow, grow the brand and have more forms of income than just league of legends. Should it ever taper off a little bit? Uh, so that's cool. That game looks cool. I look forward to their other announcements for it. Um, and it's, I did. It's one of those things where I assume it will be free to play like Valorant and league itself. And you'll probably have to pay for characters or they, you know, they make so much fucking money off of skins in League of Legends. So that will be interesting. I mean, I guess it it would be very close to. Um, oh, what was that Xbox game? Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Yes. Yes. I assume it will be that type of model, except actually successful. I mean, Killer Instinct was fairly successful, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but not on the level that they would have hoped for. No, but that I think that was just more due to the fact that it was on the Xbox One. Yeah, but I mean, even when it came to PC, I don't think it like blew the world up. Uh, sure, uh, but I mean, the fighting game community—they're—they're—they're they're, uh, they're a tough community to, to crack into. Uh, they are, but this will have no trouble cracking into anything. No, so no, I'm pretty excited. I also. I'm a firm believer that when Clockwork left uh, Enway and working for on Battle for the Grid, that this is what he is doing now. Oh, because it is a tag game, and he said he was going to work on another fighting game, and he was very excited about it. <laughs> and so I assume it's this, but who knows? In uh, the next one here, we all live in a hellscape, hell world. And we should all be sorry for what we have done. Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions, opens a film slash TV slash music division. Why? Um, why? The music one has me more confused than the other two. No, because he like worked with churches and uh, bring me the horizon and several other prominent artists to make music for Death Stranding. I so I, I get that. Uh, but the there should be no TV or film from this man. I so I feel like the video game people who play video games have been conditioned to put up with a certain level of total bullshit in story and level of fun. <laughs> Whereas I feel like that doesn't necessarily directly translate over to film and TV. Yeah, but you can be more passive with film and TV. I guess that's true. But like, I don't know. There is a certain like he he had made games that are well loved. Yes. As like last week when I talked about Metal Gear Solid 3. He doesn't have that goodwill in um, film he, and TV. That's fair. But he does have that, like, there are a lot of people that love, have been saying for the longest time, I would just watch, you know, I would just watch these games type of things. So. And I think those people are liars. Well, 
they, they have a chance to, to to put up or shut up, right? That is that is true. Uh, I personally hope they shut up so this tanks quickly, because I don't know that I can handle it. I mean, would you rather he just keeps making games? Yeah, you would. Yeah, he, he whatever. It, the the tricky thing is, and this is me being serious for a minute, like video game stories are paced differently than movies and they're paced differently than TV shows. I mean, even like TV shows and movies are paced differently. They all have a different pacing to them and you may be good at one thing, but maybe not as good at, at, at something else. So like, I think that would be one of the hardest things to get into. Well, I just don't think he's good at any of this stuff, right? Because it's just like he has a weird action movie boner and like film and TV boner in general. And he just like is obsessed with celebrities. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's why uh, what's his face from 24 took over the solid snake role. Like that's why Mads Mikkelsen and uh, fucking holy shit. Why can't I think of his name? Daryl from The Walking Dead, the main character oh, of Death Stranding. Yeah. What is what is well there were a lot of there were a lot of celebrities in um Death Stranding. It was basically just Mads Mickelson and this man, and I can't oh my fucking god. What is his fucking name? This is gonna kill me. I say it all the time. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Jeff Keeley. Norman Reedus. Holy shit. What about Jeff Keeley? Yes. What about Jeff Keeley? No, I never forget Jeff Keeley's name. Oh, Conan, Conan O'Brien. Conan was there as well. Yep, that's true. Uh, let's see here. The lady who played Mama, Troy Baker. Uh, yeah, but anyways, I was thinking of Norman Reedus. Norman's Reedus. How could I forget? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. And yeah, he's like obsessed with him and Mads Mikkelsen and will like always post pictures of them hanging out and him saying weird shit to Mads Mikkelsen and them just like smiling along and being like, yeah, you're a crazy weirdo. Um, he is a crazy weirdo. So, you know, something will come out of this. Who knows? We'll see someday. Uh, hopefully not, but... I would assume since they're doing that, they are going to be doing other things. And like, there is that whole very credible rumor that he is working on a deal with Xbox to produce an exclusive for them. So they can join in on the train. Do you feel obligated that you have to at least check that game out? No, it really depends what it is. Wow. That is, it, it, it just boggles my mind how one game and you're just like you're over Kojima. Well, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's just not what I did. Like, that's not what I go to his games looking for. And I think a lot of people feel that way about zone of the enders where like people who like metal gear solid and were like, this is an anime at all. It's cool action guy shit. And then like, they would see zone of the enders and be like space robots. And it's like, no, zone of the enders is fucking tight. All right. And it also feels like he didn't even write it because it makes sense somehow. Uh, so, yeah, like, I I don't know. There's just it's just Death Stranding was a bridge too far for me, I think. But I, yeah. there's a lot of people that like it, though. 
There are. There are people who are coming around on it, like Mike Maharty hated it originally, and he wrote that he played the Definitive Edition and said it's great and he loves it now. Maybe you should check out the Definitive Edition. I will not, because I finished it the first time, whereas Mike Maharty did not, according to the Polygon article he wrote about it. So fucking i don't know but yeah it just like that that game was not doing things that are for me so right right you know it's not for me but what is for me is the chrono cross remake slash remaster which is probably real and so this has been this has been ongoing for a long time you everyone may remember the geforce uh geforce now leak that happened several months ago where uh, it was NVIDIA saying what games were coming to its streaming platform, GeForce Now, uh, for the next few years. And initially people were like, oh, this can't be real. But then it had a bunch of unannounced games and their surprise release dates, such as uh, Ruined King, a League of Legends story. They had that marked as coming out on... uh, November 17th when it got surprised released they had the Halo multiplayer beta as the surprise release date they had uh, a bunch of other unannounced games um, so the the Square Enix section of that list was actually kind of buck wild because it had a Chrono Cross remake which it, I'm gonna say this right now everyone it's gonna be a remaster not a remake uh, there was a Final Fantasy 9 remake there were like two other ones that were like kind of like crazy to me. Um, but a lot, a lot of the other ones, like the GTA trilogy definitive edition was on there too, before it was ever announced. Um, so like a lot of the things that happened on it and had dates that they could know other, no, not, not have any chance of knowing otherwise were on there. Uh, so that makes this more credible, but also just a bunch of other very strange things, uh, about this happened at the same time. Um, there is an Irish folk singer named Ava McGlynn and her father, and they do work with uh, various video game companies for certain things. Uh, they have worked with the composer of Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross Yasunori Mitsuda numerous times in the past. I believe they did some recording for like Xeno uh, Gears collector's edition re-release soundtrack thing um but basically they were out there Ava mcglynn specifically saying like we recorded music for uh in a huge unannounced remake which she's a singer she doesn't know the difference between a remake and a remaster so that's why i think well, it's she a remaster would, she would just go by whatever you know is she's she, yeah told she, she's been told um and so then Ironically, Yezunori Matsuda posted a photo on his Instagram of himself getting ready to record with Ava. And Yezunori Matsuda, he made the soundtrack for Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. So if they were making a remaster, he would be there for the musical. Uh, And several uh, things, Xbox Era's podcast, which is like not a super great source, but they have some information. Uh, they Their co-founder corroborated that yes, this is a Chrono Cross remake, which again, still think it's a remaster, because a remake of a game on that scale does not make sense, because there's like 80, no, 30 plus playable characters. There's like 35-ish characters, I think. That's still a lot. It is a lot, especially for a JRPG, which is one of the complaints that people have. But people are wrong. 
about Chrono Cross because it is a masterpiece. One of the uh, few games uh, before recent years that GameSpot had ever given a 10 to. Very controversial. Uh, I believe it was Jeremy Parrish. And he, <laughs> he stands by it to this day. Uh, it, it was it, uh, in our top two of Square Enix games of all time. That was Chrono Trigger, I believe. No, Cr- Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross were in the final what final two. Oh Jesus! I don't even. You don't remember, remember that in our bracket? No, but that's no. great. Good yeah. for good for them. No, uh, for, uh, that, was you. <laughs> that was you. No, they did it. They okay, got I'm there. sorry. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, so yeah, I I don't know. I like Chrono Cross. People are wrong about it, and they're really pissy and weird about like it's not a real true sequel to Chrono Trigger, and those people are stupid and wrong. But uh, this is a game where I believe like if a lot of people gave it a chance in a more modern context, it would do a lot better because well, it is pretty unique. People are so far removed from Chrono Trigger now as well. You would think that. I have been in several online arguments very recently about this product. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I am very excited. And if this gets announced at the Game Awards, I will fucking lose my mind. Because, you know what I uh, was thinking about? What's gonna What could get announced at the Game Awards, maybe? Uh, Kojima's first movie? No, uh, but that is possible as well. <laughs> uh uh, the the first expansion pack for um, Forza Horizon. Oh, that would be tight. Actually. Because I I've been think I was I started thinking about it. If you remember Fortune Island, it was announced at the Game Awards. Yeah. In 2018, so there is a precedent for Forza Horizon DLC being at the Game Awards. So. I would take that. That would be great. And then if I had to guess, it'll be about. It'll probably be like February, March. That's my that's my prediction. Yeah, that would make sense. So. That would be sweet. Yeah. Uh, and then to move on from that, uh, Epic Games acquired rhythm game giant Harmonix. Uh, I have, I feel good and bad about this uh, because Harmonix has been on the brink, I feel like, for a very long time uh, Like with them trying to bring back Rock Band with Rock Band 4 and it failing sort of several times. Uh, like it is widely considered as the reason that Mad Cats ended up going under because of their production of the instruments. And then they moved over to PDP to make the instruments. And then PDP was like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. So it's like really hard and kind of expensive to get new rock band instruments if you want to do that, which is really strange because like they still put out DLC every week. Um, for rock band which is good because i i like that and they're getting more into music that i actually like now uh but yeah so they they got purchased by epic and their statement was kind of like hey we're gonna work on musical content for Fortnite. also we'll be working on the future of music gaming or something which to me basically just reads as like, Hey, that Travis Scott concert was really successful when we did it. And so was the marshmallow one. We should just have people who know about music and gaming and have them do stuff like that in the future, Uh, which makes sense. And like, good for them. I'm glad that like the, there's probably a lot less uncertainty for the people who work there. Um, But maybe they're not going to be able to make the things that, 
you know, they exactly are super stoked to make anymore. Uh, but that that also is just pure speculation that completely remains to be seen. Um, as far as I can tell, it looks like they still have a DLC roadmap for uh, Rock Band. They said that there's a new Rivals season, which was the DLC coming out still in a month or two. Uh, they still have uh, Fuser out there, and they said they're going to continue to support that. And uh, there's that board game thing that they make as well, which is that they're going to continue to support that. But that also is like in partnership with Hasbro, I believe. So they probably have some kind of contract there to at least do more of that. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know. Harmonics has tried to put out like several smaller games. <coughs> Excuse me. Like they had, they were working on that like first person rhythm shooter that like had a beta and then they mm. canceled things like that so they hadn't been right, doing right. super great you know yeah i don't know how f- well fuser did uh yeah i don't know either but uh, people anyone i saw playing it really liked it but i mean that's usually the way that goes you know yeah and they had that other it wasn't it was like fuser but it was like a physical yeah that's the thing they have with hasbro i can't think of what that's called right now but uh-huh. they uh they do have that and they're still supporting that so they have at least three games that they are still supporting, at least as of for the foreseeable future. So uh, it might be a while until we see the epic influence on harmonics or what, what they've got going. Drop mix. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll see how that goes going forwards. I am cautiously optimistic just because harmonics is really cool. And I hope I'm glad they can continue to exist in any form uh next up i was wondering when this was going to happen because the yacht club games twitter posts information about shovel knight pocket dungeon literally every day and it looked pretty complete uh so they just all of a sudden were like hey guess what that bitch coming out december 13th and this is a matching puzzle game with shovel knight and it looks like everything i've ever dreamed of in a shovel knight puzzle game very excited uh, not much else. Uh, if you want to go look at that on the internet, you can. They wrote a whole blog post about how it's coming out on December 13th. I believe it is PC, PlayStation. No, maybe it's just PC and Switch. But I I guess if it it's probably on everything, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Yacht Club. They're making several other types of Shovel Knight games. This one is the first one they're releasing. There is another one that looks like Mr. Driller. Uh, that they have not shown anything of, so that'll probably be next on the docket. Uh, but this game looks really fun. You can play as different characters. There's like a story mode. There's a versus mode. You gotta match things. And I like that. Oh, boy. This next one you put on here, and I really love it. Uh, Manny. Yes. I have, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you like waiting in lines? Uh, No. What about waiting in lines online? Mm, I like it more. Okay, good. Because you know what? The, what's getting brought back? Uh, I've heard PlayStation, PlayStation Home. <laughs> I guess some fan groups. They're not charging anything. They're working on bringing it back. It'll be out like a little later this year. Uh, and you can play it either on an emulator or... Um, uh, on a hacked PS3, and it's going to be called Destination Home. God, I want to hack my PS3 for this. 
uh, you would rather hack your PS3 than just like use an emulator? Oh yeah. The authentic experience. I mean, I was sure, there. Sure. I was live. Yes. In PlayStation Home before. Uh so PlayStation Home was an ad ad ridden hellscape. Uh, but it was like weirdly financially successful. I know, and it was like weirdly fascinating, but mm-hmm. Sony made all sorts of just wild bullshit promises that never came true for this like, oh, your trophies will become physical and then you can like put them in your sick apartment and like show off to your friends and you'll unlock shirts and designs and like the only two games I ever remember that I owned that did that were Super Street Fighter Four and Disgaea Four, uh, and so like I had Disgaea Four trophies and like an Akuma shirt because I did so many combo challenges or something. Uh, and other than that, it was just like Dr. Pepper sponsored this weird game where you play as an alien spaceship and you can come down to the mall and fucking play that and then win a Dr. Pepper costume. It's just fucking so bizarre. Sometimes when games would come out, they would uh, like make areas like I remember there was one based on Red Faction Gorilla. Uh, it's it's wild. Like if you've never seen PlayStation Home, I highly recommend looking up videos. The giant bomb video of the ending of PlayStation Home, I think, is a perfect encapsulation of what the fuck this was. Um, and I, it's ironic, I think, that it's coming back now because the Facebook Metaverse thing, basically oh, what yeah. basically what they want is PlayStation Home. Um. And I still think that PlayStation Home back then looked better than what their idea, quote unquote, for the metaverse is now. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting because like this now what PlayStation Home was is like what several companies are like trying to make. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. It, I don't I just don't understand like how this is any different than like Second Life or whatever, you know, like it. Um, it's financially successful. It, that wasn't financially successful. Second life. I, I mean, yes. it's got to be successful enough that it still is happening today, but I would assume that PlayStation home was much more profitable than second life. Sure. I mean, but PlayStation home also had like all these sponsorship deals and stuff. They, it did. Yes. Because people want to, you know, collab with the PlayStation brand. And like, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a thing you could get to happen. Did um, you ever like fill out your apartment? Yeah, I had a bunch of stuff in my apartment. Mm. Only the free stuff. I wasn't fucking paying real money. But I I vividly remember, like, there were people in PlayStation Home who were taking it deathly serious. Yes. And I would often make fun of those people and i mm-hmm. never felt bad i maybe i should have uh but like we would go bowling or something well you'd have to wait sometimes you could sometimes just, you couldn't yeah. just go bowling i mean sometimes I, you have to wait i know <laughs> and like i would go bowling and then i would just like dick off and people would get like weirdly upset and they're like you're not taking this seriously or like you would just overhear people having like wild fucking conversations and it's like oh my god this is I should not be here. This is not a place that's safe for me. I, I, it was fascinating. And like, I, 
I originally, they got me with the concept, like their whole thing originally of like, oh, there's not going to be like a menu bar. Like you're going to walk your avatar over to the disc icon and then you're going to start it that way. And it was like, yeah, that's what we need. More steps on the fucking UI. Um, so, yeah, that obviously didn't pan out. But the the other parts of it, I mean, the, yeah if someone's willing to pay you like 15 in-game dollars for a couch, why not take advantage of them? You know? Right. So yeah, I, that's interesting. I'm curious to see how this pans out. Curious to see if Sony sues the living shit out of them. Well, apparently this is not the first time. This is not the first game they've kind of brought back though. Oh, interesting. I was reading an article. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, the first one they brought back was some racing game, and then they're working mm. on others as well. I just like, oh god! Even in this image, this man's a stormtrooper, and that guy's Captain Picard. That guy's uh, a yes. bulldog that looks like he's jacking off. Yeah the the fan group is PlayStation Online Network emulated, uh, and just trying to quickly scan through here uh okay they also support warhawk socom Conf- confrontation kills oh. twisted metal black and all calling cars it's currently in the process of uh resistance Wipeout hd and ratchet and clank up your arsenal wow warhawk huh that's actually really cool um this is buck wild i gotta watch this trailer that they released later there's a dinosaur (laughs) and this man says home online in 2021 five exclamation points four question marks what oh my god it came down in fucking 2015 yes that's been so long six years jesus jesus that's crazy and i'm glad that somebody's out there doing it we deserve PlayStation Home. Oh, the Agent 47 is there in this image. <laughs> Everyone's here. Ezio? A ninja? A big daddy? Pickle Rick? Question mark? That's just sure. a pickle with a top hat. I don't know. Wow. Really emaciated Nathan Drake. All right. I'm going to stop looking at this photo. And I'm going to go with our final news story here. Hitman 3 Year 2 was announced. And I originally saw this and said, oh, someone's making up of their own fun news article that's not real. Because I remember when IO Interactive said there will be DLC for Hitman 3, but there will not be any maps. No new maps ever. And then turns out Hitman 3, very popular, sold very well and had a ridiculous amount of players. I can't remember what the exact amount was, but it was like they had hit five million players or something. Uh, And uh, they're going to make us some new maps for Hitman 3 year two. They are also doing several other things like adding uh, HDR to the PC version because I think only the PlayStation 5 version has that currently uh, and adding some other quality of life features and several other things, but they will be back. Oh, one of the other things that they said they're adding is a mode called Elusive Target Arcade, which I think is the feature that people have been asking for since Hitman 1 where you can just go back and do any elusive target. 
Oh man, that'd be cool. That'd be so cool. I mean, that's what it looked like. It was definitely showing several elusive targets, but like there are many of those and do you they're all bring, pretty unique. Do you think they'd bring back like, like the, uh, what was it? Sean Bean? I that I don't know. <laughs> the ones where they had to like license the the people, maybe not, but, uh, definitely all the other ones. And I mean, they're still releasing new ones and they have like new voiceover and like, change up the maps a little bit too so i think that's really neat if they do that but at least yeah they showed uh some shots of the new one of the new maps and it's like this crazy looking house uh so i'm excited i actually almost played hitman 3 today and i may i may uh after we're done with the podcast because playing Deathloop really made me want to play hitman very badly uh, and I still, I think there's the one, the second Hitman two DLC map I've never played. And I never did the like weird alternate campaigns they made for the first game, which was like patient zero and something else. I can't remember. Uh, so I, I thought I could play those, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. And I, uh, I never played like their first Hitman three year one DLC stuff outside of the escalations that were in the deluxe edition. There was like all the, the seven deadly sins shit that, oh, yeah. that, that I never did. Like I never uh, unlocked the pimp cane or any of the other really fun ways to just murder everybody. So uh, maybe I can get in there and do that too. But uh, I don't know, man, Hitman three is so cool. IO is killer. And what I think is really funny is I must have been like a week or so ago. I was watching people play Hitman three and they said like, oh, it sucks that there will almost certainly never be more Hitman three content because they said there wasn't going to be. And now they're working on uh, the James Bond game. And uh, they were wrong because here's Hitman three year two. And I think that's I think that's very cool. Uh, It would be extra cool if they showed some of that at the game awards. I would like that. I would like to see some Hitman at the Game Awards. Well, there's like what, like forty announcements, and like they're not new games. Oh yeah, yeah, fifty announcements. Yeah, so like if they just showed footage of one of those maps, or even what Elusive Target Arcade actually is, like I would, I would do that. That's so cool. Please show me. Uh, yeah. So that that's all I had for news. I a lot of the stuff I was pretty happy about, you know, other than Kojima. That's not terrible. I think it's terrible. Yeah, but you could just not watch it. Oh, I could. And I will be fine. So, like, if that's the worst thing that happens, you know, no sexual harassment. No, yeah. Oh, well, you know, don't don't worry about that. Sony might be getting sued. Uh, Oh, good, good. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah, that stuff is bad. All all around. But um, all of this, like, the announcements and stuff, games I like getting supported, remasters possibly you know i yeah, i mean like i, like I know you love chrono cross so yeah yes no that's cool and like that shovel knight game i i just like it was so bizarre they were showing so much literally every day on twitter and i was like is this game like out already and i don't know it like it's so strange so th- that that's coming out on the 13th playstation home i this trailer looks wild i can't wait to watch it afterwards <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> so cool uh but with that we will get into the games we've been playing i played a lot of games uh looks like we both have yeah um so do you want to start or do you want me to start uh you can start okay um i'll start with forza 
uh, mm, and just yes. say that I have uh, I've done all the stories. Mm-hmm. I have done all of the races. I've done all the PR st- stunts. Uh, now, when I say like PR stunts and stories, I didn't like three star all of them, but I at least got like one star. And most of them, I got two or three. I'm not going to like bang my head against the wall trying to get like three stars on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've done all of that. I got all the boards. I just did that last night. Um, and at this point, I'm probably going to just take a break from Forza Horizon because there's really not much more to do other than if I want to just kind of go back like once a week and just kind of do the weekly stuff, mm-hmm. which I, I guess I'm, I might, you know, keep popping in every once in a while and do some of that stuff just because I, I just like driving around in that world. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, for now, I'm pretty much done with Forza Horizon 5. Uh, and then I don't know if you remember, but back in like January or February, I tried playing Rayman Legends. I do remember this. And I was like, oh, I, I, I just wasn't in the mood to play games. Finally, this week, I decided to go back to Rayman Legends. Mm-hmm. I played through it and I finished it, which it really just kind of shocked me because that game just ends. Yes. And I was like, oh, there's still so much more to do. So, so, so much more to do. Uh, so then I've, I've, so then I've just kind of been going back in, uh, and I just, before this podcast, uh, unlocked the, like the final area that I'm mm. guessing is going to be pretty hard because mm-hmm. that game gets pretty hard at the end. Oh yeah. Especially uh, if you're trying to get all the teensies or whatever the fuck they're called. I'm not going for all of them, but I am going to try mm. to get as many as I can. I had gone back and I was trying to get all of them. Uh, I don't know how far, I don't remember how far I got in that. In I mean, there time. are just so many. There are so many. There are so many. Uh, and there are some that are just like, would be really rough to get. So I don't think I'm going to do that, but I'll keep playing it and just kind of keep enjoying myself. Cause it, it is just a very well-made, uh, you know, platformer. So. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can just kind of go in and play some Rayman origins. You can, because they just threw that. It's in just the in there. It's so weird. It's very strange, Matt. And I remember because I had played Origins and was like, mm-hmm. I'll play Legends. And I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I should have just played this one. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just in here again. Mm-hmm. Which is fine because I like that game too, but it's I still find it to be so strange. I'm just like, oh, it's here too. Which I had to play through some of those just to get to the 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 four hundred to unlock. Yeah, yeah. Because like you literally cannot unlock that area unless you do do some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's just uh, it, there aren't enough teensies. It, it's crazy, but I whatever. Know. Um, there, there's a lot of lot of things to collect in that game. Which I mean, like that's what platformers are. Yes, and that's really where the 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 game's difficulty comes into play. If you just tried to finish the level, it wouldn't be that difficult. But going for all those collectibles, that's when it gets kind of more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, like a lot of people seem to not like in origins, the, like the, the flying segments, Mm -hmm. I didn't hate those. And like, those were just completely taken out of, uh, Rayman legends. Yes. Uh, were you a fan or did, uh, I, I didn't mind them either way. Mm. So in a, in a way they they kind of reminded me of some of like an easier, I'll grant you, uh, some of the levels uh, from uh, Cuphead mm, mm-hmm. where like, you're just like, you're just kind of going to the right. You're avoiding things and you're just, I don't know about you, but I was just like holding down the, the shoot button at all times. Oh yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. 
Yes, yes. Always be shooting. Always be shooting. Uh, so uh, I finished Rayman Legends. It wasn't very long, maybe like eight or nine hours. Yeah, it's not super long. Uh, so, but I, and I probably have a couple more hours. I'll just, I'll at some point, I'll just kind of look at the the trophies and see what I can obtain it, like realistically obtainably get, and then just kind of uh, move on from there. Uh, and then I started playing Gears of War two. Yeah, I saw this. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was weird. Uh, well, I think my uh, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions for 2022 is going to be playing games like on harder difficulties. Mm, interesting. So at least games that I really like. So I decided to play Gears of War 2 on hard. OK, so that so that's really what I'm doing is I'm just kind of playing the game on hard just to kind of like to kind of prove to myself that I can do this. Cause like I played all the gears of war franchise on easy just mm-hmm. to kind of get through it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's one of those things where it's like, I know I can beat this on hard. I just have to be smart about it. So I'm just kind of keep right now. I'm keeping a running tally of how many times I've died, which I've died. One, two, three, four, five, 31 times. All I can think about is when I played uncharted three on the hardest difficulty. I'm not playing on the hardest. No, I know, but I just did not that that. I mean, I got the platinum, but it was not fun. No, that see, like I think hard is fine. Once you get into that, I think it's like insane or brutal in Uncharted. Mm -hmm. That seems like a bad time. Yeah, it was uh, brutal. Is the Mm -hmm. the difficulty? But I also was finding the treasures at the same time. That don't do that. Don't do don't if you didn't think a game was that great to begin with don't play it a second time on the hardest difficulty well like going back through and just kind of putting it on like the easiest difficulty and going for all the the treasures Mm -hmm. you can do that go ahead do that you can but i feel like if i don't know there's no reason i was going to find all the treasures if i wasn't going to get every other trophy I guess, but I actually did that and I didn't go for like the hardest difficulty trophy. Uh, I just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't find them fun to find. So if I wasn't going to like get some type of e penis fulfillment out of it, I don't know Mm. what I was going to do. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I I also like Uncharted a lot more than you do. Yes. Because I actually like three. Mm. Yeah, not a huge fan. I mean, what would you realistic? A four out of five? Uh, I would say three and a half, I think. Three, three and a half. Wow, that's so low. Yeah, I don't really like that one very much at all. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, like the lowest one I would give is probably the first one, which I'd give it a four. Uh, I The first one I have to give like some credit to for being as early as it was. Sure. I mean, I, I get that, but like, I mean, three is objectively a better game than one. Uh, that's probably true. I didn't like it. I liked it less. That's crazy. But and I played I mean, one I on a tiny CRT. So there you go. <laughs> and I'm sure it still looked pretty good. It did, yeah, actually. Um, so, so yep. I'm just kind of making my way through Gears of War two. I know you don't really have any uh, concept for for the game. But... People like it. That's yes. my that's my context. I will say that I think it might be the best trilogy of that generation. Hmm, interesting. I know people really like Gears of War 3 too, so. Well, I'm just saying like when you look at like all three like mm. consistently throughout, like I don't think anything really comes that close to it. Uh I mean I would have to think very hard 
I mean, like, I'm just think like Mass Effect has like three has some major issues. Three does, yeah. Uh, uh, Uncharted three, like, like I, you, yeah. it, that's a like Uncharted, like the trilogy's good, but I mean, like the third one definitely has like it's not as popular. Dead Space, Dead Space, the third one had some issues. Um, I would even throw in like the Assassin's Creed, like two that like trilogy of like yeah trilogies. Mm-hmm. And once again, Revelations had its issues. I mean, even um, if you change that to the Assassin's Creed trilogy, I would be like, yeah, ooh. Well, yeah, yeah, two was good. Two was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Bi- Bioshock. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's the second one. People were not a huge fan of. Yeah, and then uh, Infinite is like sort of a sequel, but not really. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I think like if you are looking like consistently one, two, and three, I think you'd have to say Gears of War might be the best trilogy. Yeah, I think so. Possibly. I I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I just think like, because I look at all three and I think they're all like excellent games. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and like the first one, I mean, it it was basically it. It wasn't um. It wasn't a launch. It was like a the year after, right? Uh, I don't even remember. Well, doesn't matter. I it was definitely early on in that generation, and it it it, it definitely changed third person shooters for basically the rest of time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, so I'm making my way through Gears of War two. Uh, the the part I actually died the most, if anyone has played it, it was when you're in the worm. You you have to like go through a giant worm, and. I just died because of like more environmental kills and not combat kills. I would say most of my deaths so far have been more from from environmental issues. So. Oh. Uh, and then lastly, the game I've been playing mostly is uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Nice. I got to play this at least to get to the part where I can get mini fee from Mystery Gift. Mm, you don't even have to play that far and you'll get um, Mew. Uh, I mean that that I do I do need Mewtwo, but Manifi I don't want to have to play Pokemon Rangers on DS. So this is well, like I, I know for the longest you time it. you've been wanting to get Mew. You no know, Mew as well, but uh, I could I could get Mew from people, but like most people never had Manifi, so I uh, sure, sure. I can get that, and it's not super far. So, but it, how are you? How are you liking it? I like have not really heard uh, an, um, anything. I mean, it's Diamond and Pearl, so I don't, I don't know. I I've started taking notes on it mm-hmm. um, and all I will say is initially I wasn't as into it. And as the game has been kind of going on, um, I'm like, I'm enjoying it more and more. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I've beat six gyms so far. Okay. Uh, I'll just say my team is Infernape, uh, Mamoswine, Drapion, Floatzel, Staraptor, and Luxray. That's an interesting team. Floatzel shoots out of its ass. Big fan of Floatzel. Uh, I like Floatzel quite a bit. I uh, also like my, Luxray. Yes. Uh, my my goal for these are to like pick like a team that I've never really used before. Yeah. Like I want to. I, I and like I think that's one of my biggest complaints early on. Early on was just like it's there's just so many Gen One Pokemon. There is this, but this generation's main problem was the just wildly severe lack of fire Pokemon. Mm. Uh, like th- in that original game, there's like five or some shit. Like it's like really low. 
I think this one might change that up a little bit. I still don't know though, but it was like, cause you have Infernape. I'm trying to think. I think you can get Ponyta. I don't, Ponyta I, is... I, I don't know if Growlithe and Vulpix were in the original or not. I'm trying to think. I haven't even seen either of those two. One of them, they're a version exclusive, so you'd have one or the other. But I'm going through Gen 4 and just seeing if uh, I haven't run into any other fire. I'm still not seeing any fire. I'm still not seeing... Oh, uh, they added Magmortar. Um, uh, Heat Tran. Oh, Heatran, that's a legendary though. I'm seeing three f- fire, and one of them is a Magmortar. Okay, so in yeah. the original, there was the starters. Right. Growlithe and Arcanine, Heatran, Rapidash and Ponyta, Flareon, mm-hmm. Camerupt, Numel, and Torkoal. And that was it. Yeah, and see, like, my goal is, like, I don't want to use... I want to use, like, new Pokemon to this generation, or at least not Gen 1 Pokemon. So. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my goal for my team here, is just kind of, like... And I also like to have balance. So, like, you know, I have, like, you know, the, the Fighting Fire, I have the Ground Ice, I have the Poison Dark, I have the Water, I have the Electric, and then I have, like, you know, the, the Flying. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like this this generation, I remember had like a dire need for fire Pokemon, so it was like rough out there. Yeah, that. Which I mean, like, who did you go with initially? Uh, I I I always pick the fire Pokemon. So like, you don't really need another fire then. No, you don't at that point. But I just mean in general, like I there's like the lowest of any type ever. I think Mm. other than like new Willy added ones or something. Sure. Um. So so yeah, that 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 is a that's a weird one but i i like these games when they came out i like people i don't know people turn on pokemon constantly but i i feel like these games i don't know people seem to have like weirdly not as good memories of these games which like i i don't know i liked it a lot there's there was the back then a decent amount of uh like content in it i I guess the thing that i think is weird about these remakes is they did not like it doesn't have any of the platinum content in it really Mm. other than that like you can get the clothes that they the the characters wore even though there's character customization in this one so it doesn't matter at all uh but yeah it like doesn't have a lot of the more advanced stuff that they added in platinum which people did really like platinum so you know goes I don't really have any concept concept because like you know this is my first of this gen for gen four. Yeah, yeah. Um I will say, like, right off the bat, I I really wasn't paying attention to this game. And then like like I saw the art style in the overworld and I was like, oh, I don't like this. Uh yeah, I don't I I, I mean I don't not, I don't hate it. I think it's fine. I've I've learned to accept it, but I still don't really like it. Um and then, like, how you get your starter, you literally just straight up steal it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucked up. 
I and Manny, you you know what you're gonna hate? What you have to walk, you have to walk for ten minutes before you can get the running shoes. I know. Yes, like I literally wrote Never down forget. the walk speed. This is the most painful. Oh, thing. it's it, excruciating. I I oh, saw I saw yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, "This was the worst ten minutes of my year." <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. I was like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna make it through this." And then like then I just wrote down running shoes exclamation mark. So I yeah, was you, you get that. them very quickly. That was one of the like things that people were very excited about because I I think it does take a bit longer than that in the original. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, like I I like this generation, but it's one of those things hmm. where I don't know, man. There's always a Pokemon remake, and right, like right, to right. me, it makes it feel like less exciting because it's just like oh, this is like the sixth one in a row or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. And it's like, I, I do like Pokemon games and I like that generation, but I, I don't know. You're just not excited. Yeah. Like I'm not excited to play Like I'll enjoy it when I do end up turning it on and like, I'll always get into a Pokemon game, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I'm definitely much more excited for the remakes of gen five. So, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I will say, oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. I was gonna say, like, I am bummed that the the random uh, wild encounters are back. Because mm, mm-hmm. I, I just I liked having the the Pokemon just like just roaming around the grass. Mm, mm-hmm. I just made it feel more lived in, but then also you could kind of like pick out like which ones you want to actually try and catch. Um, I but positives. The pr- professor, he has a sweet stash, so I'll give him. Give him oh a, yes, gotta, he sure does. Got to give him a, a shout out there. <laughs> uh, uh, the first gym is just kind of like a cheap rock. It's just like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Just like, mm-hmm. um, then you're literally like two hours into the game, you're handed Mew. So spoilers for that. Yeah, that's so weird. Um. And then I'm not proud of myself for this, but I got stuck underground <laughs> and I was like, and I just like wandered around for a couple hours and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So I eventually just looked up how to get out and it was just like, hit the Y button. <laughs> and then I was able to get out of the underground. <laughs> In my defense, like I was just like, I'm not going to read any of the dialogue for this game. I'm just going to listen to a podcast and just kind of hit a, because like reading Pokemon dialogue is never worth it anyway but i'm sure it was gonna tell it was telling me how to get out of the underground and i just just skipped over that so yeah definitely got stuck for a couple hours but then that really gave me a chance to level up some so Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that one uh that that was that's not one of my prouder moments of the year yeah um here's one thing i want to give you a heads up on Mm -hmm. just look at the water when you're playing the game okay it just it's so weird like with the art style and then like the water looks so hyper realistic oh my god i will never forget i got it weirds me out i got a new video card when i was a kid and i had played morrowind for like hundreds of hours before that and Mm -hmm. i got a new video card and it like added this new water tech and the water was just hyper realistic while everything Mm -hmm. else still looked exactly the same this is like this is fucking (laughs) weird man (laughs) yeah just look at the water it's the same thing here and i just like it 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 weirds me out uh um and then i also want to note that there was the fighting gym Mm -hmm. lucario that was one of the hardest gyms i have fought in a pokemon game 
Mm. Holy shit, Lucario was fucking my team up. He's very good as a Pokemon. He was very good. He was very good. And then lastly, I just want to have a little debate mm-hmm. uh, with you, Manny. Yeah. What is the worst evolution? Is it via trade or via friendly? Uh, I think via trade. I hate via friendly, though. Oh, uh, no, I like it because it's really easy to do now. It used to be so hard, and now it's not even. It's trivial. It's not as it, like if, but you need to have the right items. Then it's trivial. No, but even if you just walk around with them, it doesn't take very long. I don't know. It takes long, way long. I would rather just like, just give, just put it at a number, just like at level whatever it evolves. Like I don't know. Like I'd rather just know when it's gonna evolve. Uh, I mean, I don't care that that way. I don't care. But like the trading is like, I just. I still think that should not exist anymore, especially when you have to trade him with a specific item because then it's fucking annoying because you have to trade him back as well. Yes. Whereas like with the friendlies, you just, I don't know. It's, it's especially easy now. So I just, I, yeah, I mean like they that. should absolutely take out trading now to do it. Cause like it, it makes it so it's like, well, I guess I will never have like a Gengar or a Geodude or, or a Machop. Because then, like, you're, you're, like, having to bug your friends just to get, like, the final evolution. Well, yeah, and, like, the the GTS is, like, not working. It's not there yes. yet and stuff. So it's so like, you literally can't get that stuff. Yeah, it's very weird. I What they should have done at least is just, like, somewhere in the game you could, like, trade with, a, with a, like, a, an AI. Yeah. Uh, just do something. And like, then the need AI says, no tradesies backsies and steals it from you. <laughs> there there needs to be a there i but like i just find the friendly annoying just because like it's just like just make it a number that like it evolves at this point like i i would just that much prefer like that. the only one i can think of is crowbat no, this generation has a ton of them. oh really because there's bunnery uh bunnery bunnery or whatever um because i had him in there for a little while there's a togekiss to get oh that one sucks I think that one needs a way higher friendship threshold than the rest yes. of them. That one, that one takes a long time. Uh, there's, there's other one, uh, like Roserade, I think is another one. Rosalia. Uh, they definitely changed that one later. I think it's a Dawnstone later. Oh, maybe it is. Uh, and then there's all like the, the, the juniors like mime junior and like, Oh, and well who the fuck those ones are weird. Cause you like, don't get those unless you breed with incense. Anyways, oh, you can catch, you can catch like a mime junior. What the fuck? That's weird. That I don't know if that's new or not. Cause before all of those like Elekid and Magby and Pichu, like mm-hmm. you'd have to breed with incense to get those yes. Bonsley Munchlax. But yeah, you, like I caught a mime junior, so I, it's like, well, I guess I'll have to level, or I'll just have to like put this in my party, and then just like it'll eventually evolve. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just don't like I just don't like that. I would prefer like just give me a number, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, like I definitely like the more I'm playing it, like at first I was just kind of like I was disappointed because in a lot of ways it feels like an older Pokemon game. Yes. It does not feel like a modern Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like as time has gone on, like I've just kind of accepted the fact that it is just like an old Pokemon game and I'm enjoying it more for just like because it's just more Pokemon. Mm. Um, I'm kind of excited to see what the last two gyms are. I have no idea. And I, I purposely haven't been looking that stuff up. So 
Uh, I'm just kind of curious to see what the last two gyms are and then like what the, the, the elite four are going to, or the final four or whatever. And then you just, you just use me to smoke them all. I haven't, I have a rule. Don't use legendaries. I feel like I'm going to change my rule to be use all the legendaries in this game. <laughs> and I'm just going to use Mew and many fee and just fucking stomp everyone into the dirt. Well, you're given Mew, but it's level one Mew. I'll fucking, it doesn't matter. Their fucking IVs are so high. Mm. The, 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 and Mew can learn any move. Yeah. Every, every move. <sighs> I'm going to smoke them. I'm ready. And then I'll breed many to get a fee on, so it'll be like I have two. <sighs> Good stuff. Uh one of the weird things is in that game, uh the legendary birds or the legendary dogs are in the version. Yes. That's stupid. That's uh, which I think stupid. Brilliant Diamond is the dogs. Mm. That's exciting. I I because I think I looked that up and I was like, uh I would rather have the dogs and the birds. Yeah, I don't like the three original legendary birds. I feel like people get very excited about them. I uh, I don't really care. I do think that their Galarian versions are way better looking. Uh, Brilliant Diamond. They're the they're an exclusive. Yes, and I was nice. like, I'd rather have those than the birds yeah. because the birds were all uh, X and Y. Yes. Yes. But then, like, you can still... I, th- th- there's a whole bunch of legendary things in this game, in the post-game. Yes, so. there are. Yeah, well, that's cool. Pokemon. Yeah. So the Pokemon, it uh, exists, and it's. Uh, it turns out that it's still fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, why don't you tell me about the games you've been playing, Manny? I beat Lost Judgment last weekend. Um, it took me roughly 25 hours and that was with doing a lot of the side cases. Uh, I will say I did really like it, but I think that the first game is better. Um, and the story of the first game I think is much, much better and presented better, but it's also like higher stakes almost just because it's like it's it's the whole thing of dealing with dementia and how it's like a problem in Japan, whereas this one has a lot to do with bullying. Um, and boy, they show some scenes of bullying that made me very uncomfortable because uh, some of it is fucking wildly brutal. And like it, some of the footage is like being filmed on a secret camera where they think no one is watching and it's just kind of fucked up. Uh, and it, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's uh, more judgment. There is a murder. Uh, people are getting murdered. You're trying to solve the murder. You get mixed up with the Yakuza and the gangs from uh, Yakuza seven, like a dragon. Uh, so like recent games, it starts off in Kamarocho and then it takes you to, uh, Ijincho, which is the neighborhood they introduced in like a dragon. And then you think, 90% of the game takes place there. Do you think the, uh, the next, uh, Yakuza will just start in the new city? Uh, because they won't, they will not have to write a reason for why they are in that new city now. Yeah, I probably I, I, I don't know, um, because like this, it makes sense. They're like, we have to like show why they're in this new 
why they went there. So yeah. Yeah. And but, well, the thing that really bothers me in these last few games about the fact that Camarocho is there is like in previous Yakuza games, like that whole area is so fully featured and you can go into a lot of the buildings and stuff, but they just like remove all of that in these mm. last two games. And so it's like, there are like some stores and like two things you can do, but it never like feels like fully fleshed out. And so it's like, why do we even have this then? That this doesn't, why couldn't you have just made a cinematic at the beginning? It's like, we're going to a Jincho to do this thing. Uh, but yeah, so like that's that's a minor gripe, but it always does feel really weird. Um, but then that in Judgment, the Lost Judgment, that extends out to the new city as well because it was like there was way more in it in uh, like a dragon, and so it just is one of those things where it's just like it feels like kind of weirdly empty if you had played the last game because you're like, oh, I could do so many more things here. And that that seems kind of weird. But to be fair, I also didn't do a lot of the school side quests because they took a lot of time. Um, And so you like end up going through a bunch of like different school clubs, like robotics and skating. So you like go to do skate competitions and like robot building competitions and shit. So like I didn't do any of that. So maybe that rest of the map fills out with all that stuff. I I don't know. but yeah, o- overall, like it's more judgment. I think it might be my favorite like Yakuza beat em up combat that there is. Uh, I, I had said this before, but um, Yagami, the main character, has three styles. There's crane style, which is speed, tiger style, which is power, and snake style, which is like for reversals. And I mostly use snake style the entire game uh, because it is so fucking good and you can parry everyone all the time. And then like, they're like, I'm coming at you with a knife. And then you like fucking snap their arm and take the knife. And that's really cool. Uh, it has the same type of skill system as the previous few games had where it's just like, you get skill points and then you use them in your sick phone app to buy new skills. Uh, and so like all the menus are phone based. He just pulls up his phone and is like, Oh, I'm tracking my cases through this and stuff. So all the menus are kind of uniform and the way they're accessed. Um, but yeah, I really like it. And you get a lot of the characters from the previous game that come back. Uh, I do think that the characters they introduce in this one are very compelling and it, it like goes some places. It definitely has that classic Yakuza. Like we are definitely over explaining everything to a ridiculous amount in the final act where I could have done without a lot of that, where it's like you learn this whole elaborate plot thing. And then you go back to the office and tell everyone the exact same thing that was just told to you, but in slightly more detail. <laughs> and you're like, why is this a scene? I lived it. Uh, but that that's like, I say that all the time, but that that's just like a thing in Japanese media in general. Right. So like, I, I can't complain about it too much, but it just sometimes it fucking drives me nuts because it's like, Oh my God, just get to the next part. I already know this. Um, but I, I did like it. I, I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I do. I, I really like the content of it. Um, I just think that some people might burn out before the ending, even though it's not super long. And like I said, I did a lot of the like regular side cases. I didn't do the new school ones or anything. Uh, too crazy so like I was pretty over leveled by the end of the game uh, and then I accidentally d- lost to one of the two final bosses too many times and then the game asks you if you want to change it to easy mode 
Mm. And I accidentally said yes. And then you can't change it back after (laughs) that. So I beat the last two bosses on easy mode. Uh, I have a save before that. So I could go back and do it, but it wasn't tied to a trophy or anything. So I was just like, whatever. Who cares? Uh, Yeah. But I was very close and I was like, "Mm, I could have done this. Uh, but yeah, I, the fights are very cool. I the, Like I said, the characters in Andrews are very good. The music is very good in this game um, overall. I do like that you you go to the bar that they are in in Like a Dragon a lot. Like their home base is that bar. You go there several times in this story, and it's I like that a lot. And they, they refer to Kiryu only as the fourth chairman, Yondai Mei. Okay. Sure. Um, because like this is all of the things that occurred in Like a Dragon uh, carry over to this. I guess if someone hasn't played that, it kind of like changes literally everything about the Yakuza franchise. So, you know, we don't need to get into that. But uh, all of the changes made in Like a Dragon in the world still exist here today. So hmm. cool. I would like another judgment. Um, I will probably buy the deal, the story DLC when it comes out where you play as his partner Kaito. Um, oh, just yeah, because I, I want to see what that's about and it seems like they're just doing that to set it up so that in case they can't get the actor back on board they can do that and also two characters Sukumo and Sugira from the first game started their detective agency so you could just be I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't just make Sugira the main character because people are like, oh, well, they could just make Kaido the main character. And it's like, no, he's like a big, dumb animal ex-Yakuza like Kiryu was, whereas like Sugira like actually does detective work like Yagami and is has like a similar type of like fighting style, but like with parkour. So I would rather Sugira as the main character if they go that route. But, you know, too early to uh, too early. Yeah. To tell. Or maybe just all new characters. Uh, I don't think they can do that now. Wow. Okay. Uh, because they have made them like they have written these characters to like be the characters for this franchise for sure. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, I did that. I played some more of the Ruin King, a League of Legends story. I don't have much more to say. It continues to be a turn-based game. I got the samurai man Yasuo and he is pretty sick. Uh, I, I don't know. I have like 15 more hours to go. I beat several bosses, but I will talk more about that once I beat it. Uh, and to finish off, I was looking for something to play over break. I should have just been playing Ruined King, but I am an irresponsible baby. And I just said, I'm going to put in Deathloop and we're going to find out what that's about. And then I beat it three days later today. Wow. In fact, I really like Deathloop. It took me 12 hours, which is not true. It would be 14 hours because (laughs) there was a point where I got so mad. I was trying to do this stupid thing for like two hours and I kept failing. I finally stopped being stubborn and changed my build and I did it. And while I was escaping, the game froze, but not but the PlayStation didn't freeze. So I like put it in rest mode and brought it back. And it was nice enough to perfectly save that frozen state for me. And I had to just fucking quit the game and do it again. And I could not do it again on the first try. So I had to do it a couple more times because stupid, but anyways, death loop fucking rules. And I now understand why uh, it got the rave reviews. It did. Um, 
I waffled back and forth on this game a lot, not knowing if I would like it uh, because after they showed it so many times, it was like, oh my God, how many more times can we show this? I still think that they never did a good job of showing this game off, which is crazy for how many times they showed it off. Um, But if I had to distill it down, I would say that it's basically if 12 minutes was a first person shooter and it was good. Um. (laughs) Because it is the similar concept where it is a time loop and it is a single day time loop, uh, except for the fact that it is a first person shooter. But there are four areas across four times of day and they all have like they're a, a certain size area, like a, a, the equivalent of like a couple city blocks. And depending on what time of day it is, things will change uh, and you have to like find notes and things to gather more information and find out that certain things are going on at certain times of day, kind of like what was happening when you would like gain information in 12 minutes. But that, whereas Mm. that was just a straight adventure game. This is like, you are also shooting fools with a shotgun in the face while you're going around and figuring out all that stuff. And the, the entire goal, just like it is in 12 minutes is to break the time loop. Right. Um, but unlike in 12 minutes where the guy knows who he is and like just doesn't know what's going on, uh, you play as Colt in this game and he doesn't even remember his own name at first. He just doesn't remember anything about who he is or why he is there. But um, you are being led by the person who you often fight against that was shown in all the trailers named Juliana. And um, the way that works is that like Dark Souls style if you are online, Juliana can come in and like invade your game and she will make it so that you can't escape where you are at the moment until you hack a radio tower and uh, you can kill her, which will sometimes get you abilities and good guns. Um, But you could also just hack the radio tower and escape the stage if you don't want to deal with it. But usually you are in a stage to do a specific thing. Um, so like the core concept of the game is you are on this Island where everybody knows that it is going to enter a time loop, but they did not realize that they would not remember it afterwards. So for some reason you Colt, the main character and Juliana remember, uh, what happened in previous loops, but no one else does. And Colt wants to end the loop because he just thinks that this is wrong and it should not be this way. And Juliana does not want you to do that. So she uh, is trying to stop you. But in order to break it, you have to kill all seven of the visionaries, which are like the main people who like started this island and they're all scientists and like philanthropists and shit. And you have to kill all seven of them in one day so that you can then break the loop. Um, The way you do that is by killing them individually at first. And then as you kill them individually, you slowly uncover things in like their bedrooms and stuff or like around town that will say like, Oh, well they're with one of the other visionaries at like noon because they're like secretly hooking up or whatever. And so then, you know, when you can go to that place at noon and, um, fuck them both up while no one else is around and that stuff feels really cool the thing that i saw people complained about that i didn't really care about is that it's not like there is one solution at the at the end of the game there is one solution like there's only one way to kill them all it's not like Mm -hmm. there are several different ways like it's just there are 
several ways to get two people together and then at the end of the game you can get three people together uh right. and a couple others you don't even kill directly i, I don't want to spoil it too much because it's like what the whole game is um but it the, the thing that i like about it outside of that is like i enjoyed finding the ways to uh, attack each situation and try to like you know you're like it's basically you're just like min maxing your way to killing them all essentially um but you i i like the way the weapons feel um i like the powers which it's essentially just like all the powers from dishonored because arcane made this that you have um so i did classic manny style where i would normally just blow everyone's face off quickly i i got an automatic shotgun fairly early on that i just used for most of the whole game um, and then I got a bunch of upgrades for it where it could have like a uh, 50 round magazine. So a fully automatic 50 round shotgun is pretty fucking buck wild. Yeah. That is. Uh, Cause it has, yeah, it has like a drum canister. It's, fucking, oh, it's so good. I love it. And it, it wasn't even the highest rarity of gun either. Um, but yeah, you, I like that. I, I use the ability to turn yourself invisible. And if you kill the same visionary over and over, you can get uh, upgrades for those powers. So like I had it so that you can only be invisible for so long, but I had it so that it doesn't tick down if you're not moving. And it also, you continue to be invisible when you shoot someone. So I was basically just like always invisible. And then I would also usually use the teleport ability just because it was easy to get across large distances and access places you shouldn't be able to access otherwise but there is also ones where like you can tie enemies together so that if you kill one you kill the other um there's like telekinesis so you can just like fucking fling people and there were a couple of others too that i can't really recall off the top of my head because i didn't use them very much but it's weird because i i think a lot of people tried to describe this game as a roguelike and that's not really true because at the beginning it's it definitely is where you just lose everything including the powers at the beginning of every every loop when you die or when you get to the end of the day it just starts over um but they very quickly get rid of that with this system called residuum where you can absorb residuum from objects in the environment or by like selling essentially some of the power-ups that you don't need and upgrades and then you can spend those to infuse items and then you just keep those forever so like oh. th there was never a point after a certain point where like i would get a power-up and i couldn't keep it or i would get an upgrade and i couldn't keep it so like at the point i am at i am i have fully I, I have powers with the two upgrade slots with three very rare weapons with full upgrade slots with my character with four fully upgraded slots. Like, so at the end of the game, like you are just like, I felt unstoppable essentially, unless it was a situation where it's like, oops, I accidentally made this whole party with 80 people try to kill me, <laughs> uh, which would happen often. Cause I'm an idiot. I, I, in my final run, I was basically like, super stealth mode until the final part where you have to kill three visionaries at once. And I made the dumbest mistake and I almost died. And then Juliana invaded my game as well. And I, I did make it out. And then I was so nervous about the last part. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to like make me do something. And I have no resurrections left. Uh, Cause in e each, each area you can die three times. And the third time you die for real, but mm. Cole's ability that he has is he can die three times. So 
Okay. You, you just like in each area, like if you're just like fucking around and you die once, like you still have two more shots to do what you needed to do. And I was going to ask if it's, if it's like Hitman where you can kind of save it at any point. No. Yeah. So like if you quit, it'll go back to like when you entered that area. Oh, okay. Uh, so it is like, you just have to exit the area, which is very easy and is always marked on the map at all times. So it's not like, right. Right. Not like super fucked up. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like I really liked this. And when I was playing it, I was just like, wow, 12 minutes could have been a good game. <laughs> I mean, with a different story. Yeah. With a different story for sure. And I think like, I just think that like the way they used the time loop and you learning information in that game just wasn't cool enough. Like it just, I, it, they, it was, they didn't do enough with it. I feel like it was cool at first, but it definitely started to, it, it started to drag and annoy me after a couple hours. Yeah. Whereas like in death loop, that is kind of taken away by the fact that you're like discovering whole new areas in these maps. You've been to a bunch of times, but also you are shooting people and throwing them around like ragdolls mm-hmm. and like trying to figure out how to best get these people. So yeah, I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun. I am very glad I, it's weird because I never played as Juliana to invade someone because I feel bad doing that to people. Right. Um, and also because they have three lives, I feel like I'm just not good enough to just kill three lives of a person with me only, you know, having one. But you can unlock different costumes for them. And there's like over a dozen for each character that you can you can do it with. Uh, I would really like for there to be DLC for this game because they have done standalone DLC for Dishonored, Dishonored 2, and Prey. Uh, and I would love that for this game. I don't know how they would do it. I bet they'll do something for the Xbox version. Yeah, that's and what then I would hope get. that when the Xbox version comes out, they have some kind of DLC that goes with it. Even if it's just like another, like Dishonored 2 was, where it's like a standalone story thing. Like I would take that, but I actually kind of want it to be a more like procedural roguelike mode like Prey had. Right. Where it was like a completely different game and you could get different characters with different powers and stuff. I think that would be really cool here. Uh, to like give you different objectives. I guess that might be what Juliana is like, because I guess you just get a bunch of objectives to like get points to unlock costumes or whatever. So you don't even necessarily have to kill the person. Um, you can just like try to do a bunch of weird bullshit. So I, I might give that a go, but like, I feel pretty satisfied having beaten it. Like it's one of those things where you beat it and you're like, wow, I, I got it. I killed them all in one day. That was, that was really good. Um, and it was like my play style. Like I didn't have to compromise the way I did it or anything. Right. It was just one of those things where it's like, Oh yeah. Like they give you choices and like, it feels like it really works to build a character that you wanted to be. Um, and I, I think those actors do a great job. Colt's voice actor deserves mad props. Cause (laughs) he acts so good at being very frustrated and very confused. Um, okay. and I just I fucking all of his voice lines are so good like at the beginning of each each time you enter an area he will call Juliana or she will call him on the radio and they will just like kind of shit talk each other but it's all it's so good it's so so good uh, so yeah I don't I like Deathloop that, that's what I got for this week awesome mm-hmm. so uh, it sounds like we both got to play a game that we really enjoyed this week. yeah yeah so um, so uh, are you ready to move into our part three, man? I am. 
Okay. So this is a top 10 list I've been I've been wanting to do for a little while, but I ended up having to just kind of move some stuff around just with the schedule and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, after playing with the dual sense, I was like, you know what? It's time. We need to do a top 10 controller. Oh. So um, I think we should do controller or accessory. Okay. So that would include, let's say, like the classic controller on the Wii. Okay, I thought you were going to say like the Wii balance board or the Tony Hawk. You, yes. Oh, if you okay. want to say that's one of the top 10, <laughs> I sure. You know, I can't say that in good faith. Uh, but like, I mean, if you want to say connect, I guess you could. I, I don't know if I would. Uh, so I think we'll just kind of wish the easiest to just kind of just kind of go through the generations and just like add what we think. Uh, you know, should be added to the to this uh, top ten list, and then we'll just kind of work our way back, or you know, we'll just kind of add a whole bunch, and then we'll just kind of dwindle it down to ten, and then we'll just kind of figure out the order. So I don't think I've ever uh, used a connect. I have, uh, but we're not there yet. Okay, I don't. I wouldn't say the. I wouldn't do anything with the the Nintendo, the NES, but I would say the SNES. I think the SNES controller is definitely deserving of a conversation. Yes, I still like it. So I I will add the SNES. Um, I I see it, but like here's the thing: like Sega, I don't have any context for. So like the like. So I. I don't like the Sega Genesis controller. It had the okay. three button and the six button variant. I know people right. are going to be like, I love the Sega Genesis six buttons. I just, I don't think they're comfortable. I think they're like really bulky and I just don't like either one of them. Um, the only cool part about the Dreamcast controller is I like its triggers. Uh, I think those okay. are good. And it had the memory card slot where you could have the LCD screen uh, for the mem- for the memory card in there, and like that's what I like you about th- the Dreamcast controller, and it has the same, I believe it is the same letter layout as an Xbox controller. Okay, I'm gonna add the Dreamcast. Okay, I don't know if it'll. Make I don't it, think it'll. But I'll, I'll add it. It's it's a cool controller. I like it. I'm not even gonna waste our time with the N64. Yeah, I think that's a garbage controller. If we were making a top ten controllers for aliens list, maybe mm-hmm. it would make it. I don't think I would go with the PlayStation 1 controller. The original with just the D-pad? Yes. No. Yes. The DualShock um, 1? See, this is where it gets weird cuz like the DualShock is just like so iterative. It is, but then but then like DualShock 2, right? The mm-hmm. PS2 controller right, right. was like slightly better than the DualShock 3. Six axis, uh-huh. not even good. No, uh, no. But the DualShock 3 very good. DualShock 4? Yes. Very good would, controller, but then like yes, we'll sense, get there. you know, which yes. So I'm saying the original PlayStation One. No, I I will add the DualShock One. Okay. Uh, and then the next generation is what GameCube. We gotta I, put the I cube think, on there. Uh, and then DualShock Two. I guess we could throw that on there. Duke. <laughs> I am not. I can't. What? I can't go. No, what not the, Duke. the black and white button, Matt. They just put the Duke out again recently. Everybody loves the black and white button. No, no, that but that controller was no. I, I can't allow it. Oh, it doesn't no even know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh no. Oh, here it is. Look at it. Oh, it's. So I know stupid. what it looks like. It's so big. It's, it's so goddamn so big. Fucking great. It's not though. Oh yeah, they did just put it out again. It looks so stupid. 
<laughs> okay. I'll accept this. I, I can't. I can't. No. Much like you're not allowing me to put the N64 controller. Yeah. On there, no. I, I get it. Out of the dupe. I, I can't. I get it. Um. And then after that, so that, so then, so that was what the the du- GameCube, the DualShock Two. Uh, and then, then I will throw the Xbox 360 controller on there. I think it's a solid controller. Sure. Uh, the DualShock Three, I think, is a good controller. Yeah. Um, I don't like the Wii controller. The Wii mount. I don't. I mean, <laughs> if you want to have it added, I'm okay with it. I mean, we should just put it on there. Just put it on. We gotta have something to okay. cut. Uh, the Wii remote, but I, I will say, I, I really like the Wii Classic controller, mm. so I'm gonna add that. Mm. Uh, that is actually like a really good controller. Um, uh, do you want to add the PlayStation Move? No. It's. I will say if we're if we're just talking motion controls, it is hands down the best motion controller. But it had like no games for it. Yeah, it it, it had like no games for it. Um, it is a cool like concept. Just, I mean, like the certain things it was used for, I like a lot. So. You know what? Let's add. What was it? What did they call it? It was the, it was the Wii Remote Plus. The Wii Remote Plus, yes. What was that called? It is called Wii Motion Plus. Wii Motion Plus. Let's let's add that. The Wii okay. Motion Plus. Sure. Because that was like slightly better. God. I hate the Wii slightly Motion Plus. Why do you hate it? Because it's well, I, I it was when like, it was built into the Wii remote, it was fine. But I had to buy the fucking a- attachment accessory. Oh boy, it's okay. Sure. I only needed it for Skyward Sword, which I also didn't like very much. So it's fine. <laughs> sure. Um, and then we're into the PS4 era. So then DualShock Four. Four. I think the Xbox One controller is great. Do you um, like the Wii U tablet, perhaps? I don't, but I do think that Pro Controller is really the good. Wii, the Pro Controller is very good. Um, now, see, that's weird, because that was the Wii U Pro Controller. The Switch one is different. It is different, It is, but it's similar. It is. Um, And then we're in the... And then we'll just add the. Uh, I don't like the switch. We are uh, not adding the Joy Cons, but I'm okay with adding the the Switch, switch Pro, Pro controller. controller. I paid enough money for it. I better get on here. It's a uh, it's a really good controller. Um, and then I'm going to add the Xbox Series X, and I'm going yes. to add uh, the the Dual Sense because those are excellent controllers. So as of right now, we have 15. Um, I, I as like Sega. I never really played. I'm just trying to think if there's really anything else that was. Um, uh, no, the Ouya controller was bad. Um, I had the Logitech Wingman, that was not very good. I know, like the Elite controller, like the Xbox Elite Ooh, controller is people, considered people, great. But... People have turned on the Elite controller. Oh, really? Yeah, they've been breaking uh, quite a bit. Okay. Um, I've been happy with my series, uh, my Xbox yes. controllers. So, mm-hmm. um, so. Uh, all right, I think I think this, for us, this is this is yeah, probably the that's right. That's fine. List, so, so to cut, 
I do love the Dreamcast controller. Sure. I think sure. they're very pretty. I like the white color. I like the Dreamcast logo. I think the concept of the memory card being in the controller with an LCD screen is fascinating, but it's mm-hmm. just not. It's like a worse version of most other controllers. Sure. Um, so. I will also say we should cut the Wii Motion Plus. That's yes. Uh, because. Ugh. It just doesn't work right. And you like that. What annoys me about that is it basically just made the Wii remote do what it was supposed to do. Right. And then the fact that it would still like get fucked up and you'd have to like reset it all the time was infuriating to me. Also, you can have the um, the condom. You would get extended condoms. The big boy condoms. Mm-hmm. I had some. <laughs> I still hate it. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna say having the Wii U Pro controller and the Switch Pro controller. Uh, let's just keep the Pro the Switch. Oh, and uh, the Switch Pro controller is it is unparalleled in battery life. I don't know I, if the, there's fucking nuclear fission going on inside this motherfucker or what is happening. It is paralleled. It's paralleled with the Wii U Pro Controller. Oh, God. It's just like... They never die! It's fucking crazy! I've had to charge this thing, like, twice. Mm -hmm. Over, like, hundreds of hours of gameplay. Like, I just... I legitimately do not understand. Yeah. If if we can take that battery out and put it in uh, DualShock... Please, man. Please. Shit. Uh, So, let me... I've fucked this up. I just want to see. I think we have 12. Yes. So we need to got two more. So we have the the SNES, the DualShock. Well, let, let's cut the DualShock one. Yes. Uh, because that's that's occupying a similar space as like all the other DualShocks. So now we just need to cut one. So we have the SNES, the GameCube, the DualShock 2, the 360, the DualShock 3, the Wii Classic controller, the DualShock 4, the Xbox One, the Switch Pro controller, the Xbox Series that controller, and the DualSense. Um, I, would say, a... I would say the Xbox One controller. Ooh, I was going to say the 360. I would say the Xbox One controller because... You know, I don't have a good reason, but that's the one I chose. Uh, the 360 controller, I feel like is. I don't know, like it was just it. that's that controller. This is more than the controller, but that is why mm-hmm. like that is the PC controller like that. Yes, the yeah. driver was made for that. And like, that's why Xbox controllers just work right on PC. And so, like, that's why I feel like you keep that one. But the, my reasoning for the Xbox One controller is because it's this, just it, so much this, like the Series, the Series X controller is basically that, but better. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and not like very much better. It just has some things on it that are like quality of life type things. Yes. That I think make it just that controller, but better, basically. I, it's the same logic of the 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 Wii U Pro to the the Switch Pro, and I get that. I was only going to say the 360 because like it's a little too small. Uh, I guess I, it I, depends what ones you have though. Like those original 360 sure. controllers, I feel like are pretty pretty bulky. Mm. See the one the 360 I have, it's just a little too small. Mm. But like, uh, I, I do recognize the Xbox 360 controller. Like it is 
if you're going to play any games on PC, that is the the easiest controller to just to use. Yeah, and like the Series X controller does work for that now, but like that's because yes, of yes. the 360 controllers. Yes, so um now with that being said so now we've just it, this is this is gonna be a quick top 10 yeah that's all right yeah, but, yeah. uh but we uh, we have our 10 so we have the snes the gamecube the dualshock 2 the 360 the dualshock 3 with uh the wii classic controller the dualshock 4 the switch pro controller the the series x or the, the xbox series i guess and then the dual suns um I, so I guess we'll just kind of do what we normally do, or we just kind of run it down and just say like high, high, uh, high, uh, middle, middle, low. I think this nest needs to be high on this. I one. also think that I still, it blows my mind that I still think it's very comfortable. Yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. See, I would say high for GameCube, but that's because like it is maybe the controller I've used most in my entire life. I, the only reason why I'm going to argue against that is because, like, there are others that I think are just. I, let's go mi- middle, and it'll probably end up being like. I'm going to guess. I like mean, that's or. fair, but like the GameCube controller still has things that most other controllers don't now. Like, there is a reason that you can't a play C-stack. a lot of GameCube games properly, and it's because most things don't actually have uh, pressure sensitive triggers. Sure. Um, and like yeah, the C, hey, the C stick is fucking perfect, man. Leave it alone. It's just a second analog stick, but small. No, and I shitty. know, I know. All right, I know. <laughs> uh, I just, I just wanted to throw the C. No, I know. There. You uh, got to throw them right on uh, the bus for that one. Yes, yes. Uh, the DualShock Two. Let's just say I'll low. say low. Yeah, because I mean, it's I don't hate it. Right, right. Uh, the same with the 360, yeah. and I would even say the DualShock yes. Three. Uh, the Wii Classic, I think that is. I I would go middle. I but would if also you say low. Okay, uh, the DualShock Four middle high. I still use that boy. Okay, uh, the Pro Controller, Switch Switch Pro Controller. It's so good. I love it. It is so good. The battery. It is the battery. It it's just a three sixty controller, <laughs> but with a good battery. Uh, but hey, batteries a huge uh, ass. The D pad does not suck total ass. That, that is the three sixty D pad does suck total ass. Yes, yes. It, but in fairness to Xbox, they Nintendo did. That. Nintendo did like have that uh, made it so like no one else could use like a have have a good D pad for a long time. Yeah, well now Nintendo themselves on the fucking Joy Cons doesn't even have a goddamn D pad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there's just I I, I don't would say mid in that case. All. Yes, just because we, I would because I'm going to argue hard for the Series X and the Dual yes, to be. They high. should, and that's and that's why I was saying like the GameCube. It's going to end up in the yeah, middle because yeah, like yeah. we we have like those um those four so, uh so we have the DualShock Two, the 360, and the DualShock Three. Um, I would say the Xbox 360 at 10. Mm, I would say the DualShock 2 at 10. Uh, can I counter by saying the 360, as we said, might have the worst D-pad on this? Yes, but this the list? DualShock 2's break constantly. That is also So that true. is my that is my thing. Like I I every PlayStation 2 controller I have is broken because okay. if you roll them up like you people do with controllers mm. sometimes, it just like Fuck it, they're destroyed. Every single one I have okay. is destroyed. Sure. Okay, so we'll do DualShock at 
at 10 and then i'm gonna argue the 360 yes. and nine. yeah and then the dual shock three at number eight yes uh, and then we have the GameCube, the Classic, and the the Switch Pro controller. The Classic at seven. Uh yes. And then I would say GameCube, and then Switch Pro controller. See, the GameCube is a great controller, but like, I I just knew that we had some real heavy hitters. No, yeah, so I get that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I want to just say, like, the Switch Pro controller, the Dual Sense, and the Series X or the Series all top five controllers, which just tells you how much better the controllers are getting with each. Oh well, yeah. But like I, the fact that the dual sense like is slightly different enough mm-hmm. still blows my mind because like I, in yes. my head, the series X and the dual shock four controllers were like the peak of what you could do because how much more can you right. really realistically change it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they found a way to make it just that much better. So for this, I'm just going to say I think that the DualShock 4 should be 4. Is number 4. Yes. And I, 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 it is probably mostly nostalgia, but I still, I can hold a SNES controller and it does not hurt my hands. And I think they still feel good. I'm really mad that Amazon canceled my 8-bit wireless SNES pre-order. Oh, they canceled it? Yeah, it was fucking bullshit. They told me like, oh, it's available for pre-order. I pre-ordered it and then they delayed it four times and then canceled it because I just like I would have loved to just have an actual SNES controller that is just wireless. I think that would have been yeah, really, be really awesome. cool, but uh, I got screwed on that and those controllers sell out so quick. So I'm bummed that that happened, but I would say three is the SNES controller. I was going to say the Series X at 3, SNES 2, and the Dual Interesting. Cycle. I mean, if you want to do that, you can. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the DualSense is the best of these controllers. I, I, playing, just playing Ratchet and Clank, I was just blown away. It was just, I was just like, this is the controller <laughs> that I would want to play, like, all games on. Yeah, and, like, that is what I do now, obviously. Right. So, like, and uh, Deathloop did have, um had the dual senses going mm-hmm. on. You really don't notice it after a certain amount of hours of play. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I love my series, my, my Xbox series controller. It's great. Uh, top three of all time. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Like there is just something about the SNES controller. Okay. There is definitely a lot of nostalgia there. So I'm okay with putting that, uh, at two, and then, like, as I said, I was just so blown away. I was so impressed with the dual. I mean, yes, the dual sense I like because it is it is the exact weight I feel like a controller should be. Which I will say, the Series X also the the series my yes. Series X controller also feels like the weight feels perfect. Yes. Um. So, um, I don't know. I. I, this list was because I played the dual sense. Like, <laughs> we, I, we need to acknowledge this controller. Oh, no, for, I, for how I do. Is. I love it as a controller. I, it blows my mind how, like, I just when all of the previews of the PS5 came out and people were like, "Well, this controller is crazy," I was like, "What? It? They're all the same. They're all yeah, the yeah. same." It doesn't matter. Like the the fucking Switch Pro controller is totally fine. It it is a serviceable controller. It feels good. It has a good D pad. Um, 
Yeah, but there's something about the dual sense, like it is just heavy enough. I think that the haptic feedback in it is really cool. The way the triggers resist yep. is very neat. Um, I still think that someone's really they really have to care for that to matter because it's see, like I've only played Ratchet and Clank and Astro. Yeah, and so like Astro those Bot. two definitely are the two that you would like notice it the most mm-hmm. in. Like Deathloop as a PS5 exclusive currently obviously does have that as well, but it's never like I don't know, like I don't it doesn't like rumble when you like walk on different surfaces and stuff like that sure, to make sure. you feel like you're walking on that. It's basically like just the gunplay trigger shit. And I like the demon souls uh, remake does have stuff like that as well. And I'm sure horizon zero dawn and fucking. I remember them say people. like talking about how like, you're going to feel like when you pull the bow back you're going to feel yeah, like all that. I want is to feel Kratos's axe returned to me on the dual sense. Mm-hmm. That's what I live uh, for. Wait, didn't they patch that or not yet? I mean, they did patch it. It doesn't do that though. I don't think. Well, it, it always you felt something. I mean, it just uh, it, even in good. the <laughs> yeah, it felt good in the but there was a rumble in like with the, even the DualShock Four. So I'm wondering if they made some changes to the, with the DualSense. Oh, maybe I don't know, but I'm just waiting for the new one. I'm ready. Yeah, it's sure, gonna sure. be something crazy, and I'm gonna be like, wow. See, your body is literally ready. It's literally ready. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> your hands are literally hands ready. To are, feel are ready it, so. for this? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like the DualSense quite a bit, and I yes. Yes. Like people really go to town to like bat for the Xbox controller. And I, you know, I can't blame them. I think the Series X controller is very good. Um, I p- People make a huge deal about like the PlayStation controller where the sticks are mm-hmm. and how like the like with the Xbox, they're like, um, what do you call it? They're like one's a little yeah, higher. They're offset. Same thing with the switch one. Um, yes. Like I don't care. I don't it's actually it's a, it's actually better ergonomically to have them offset like that in theory mm. um which is why like every controller does <laughs> really but um I, yeah I like I don't play enough first person shooters to give a shit uh, sure but then like I still think like PlayStation is the place to play platformers now because of one the D-pad but then also because of the, the position the D-pad is yes uh so I don't know, um, which I, I haven't played. Uh, I obviously haven't played a platformer on, uh, well, like a 2D platformer on the DualSense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I assume that that D-pad is very solid. Yeah, it's solid. For for that as well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, that's our list. So we'll just kind of run down the list. I didn't think this was going to be a long one, no. but I did think it was, an, it was an important one that I've been wanting to do for a few weeks now. So uh, at number 10... Is the DualShock 2. At number 9 is the Xbox 360. At number 8 is the DualShock 3. At number 7 is the Wii Classic controller. At number 6 is the GameCube. At number 5 is the Switch Pro controller. Number 4 is the DualShock 4. Number 3 is the Xbox Series. Uh, number 2 is the SNES. And number 1 is the DualSense. So... Mm-hmm. Which, which I mean, if if you're not familiar, the DualSense is the PS5 controller, and then the DualShock 2 is the PS2, DualShock 3 is the PS3, and the DualShock 4 is the PS4. Never forget the six axis. Uh, we don't. PS3 is finest work. I have that. I do as well. 
And you're like, this is a toy made for two year olds. It feels so bad. I like every time I pick it up, I like think I'm accidentally going to like Hulk it through the ceiling or something. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, it's so light. Oh, so, yeah, that's uh, it's an awful controller. I hate it. Uh, but with that, that'll do it for us this week. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week. We're getting really close to the game awards. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. Actually, next month, December, I have it like all set up, and it's going to be basically the month of uh game of the year. And I already have a plan for, for next week, which will be our first uh, game of the year. So game of the year is going to be kicking off next uh, next week, guys. Excellent. I look forward to it. Yes. Uh, and yeah, with that, we will uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.